is it going? Uh, I'm proud of myself because I'm only a day late this week. And yes, I am accompanied by my co-host, Alfred, the Shiba Doodle puppy, 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 who is very confused about what I'm doing talking alone in my house. So we'll see how long this lasts. Um, Have I been busy? Kind of, sort of. A little bit about my weekend. I, you know... There are certain times when you just want to do certain things and you have in your mind exactly what your night is going to be, what your day is going to hold, all of that good stuff. And then the universe turns against you. Let me take you back to last week. Grant, my lovely boyfriend, was on a golf trip. He does it every single year. And this year, I was the person to drop them off at the airport Uh, The choice was either drop them off on a Monday morning at 4 a.m. or pick them up at midnight on a Friday night. Now, I absolutely hate mornings with a passion. I struggle so hard to get any motivation to get up. However, your girl likes to do nothing on a Friday night or I like to do everything on a Friday night and everything usually means drinking. So I really did not want to get roped into being on the pickup And he was with guys who had a wife and a girlfriend, so there were other people to do it. Fine. So I got my happy little ass up. We drove them to the airport at 4 a.m. I went back to bed for a little bit. Moved on about my day, about my week. About midweek, I was like, you know what? You know what I'm going to do on Friday night? I'm going to order Thai food. I'm going to get some wine. I'm going to get some ice cream. I'm going to continue watching and binging Married at First Sight, which we will get to later. And I'm going to just have myself an evening. I'm going to be in bed before midnight. He can come home whenever he comes home. I'm going to live my best life. Mother Nature, as it were, was not on my side. She was not here to play. We were predicted to have a snowstorm, an epic snowstorm. They kept burying the totals anywhere from like six to ten inches. Who knows? I was hoping to be let out early of work because of the snow. Did that happen? No, not really. Lots of things just not going my way on Friday. Also, I was very convinced that he was not going to make his flight. Which, again, I did not care. I was not on pickup duty. He can do whatever he wants, and I'll see him when I see him. So it's Friday night. I have had my tie. It has been lovely, amazing. I am on my second very large glass of wine. I believe it's about 8 o'clock at night. And I get the phone call that no one wants to get. It is Grant telling me that the other guy who his girlfriend was supposed to be there ride home was too afraid to drive in the snow. So would I be willing to come pick them up at midnight when they landed? Now, I don't often... I mean, I get upset at things, but very... I have a short fuse, but usually it's overdramatic and very extra and not that big of a deal. I was so pissed about this. Could not tell you how mad I was. Livid. I mean, again, I was on my second glass of wine. I was probably almost halfway through the bottle. There were deep pours. I was determined I was going to finish that bottle. And like I said, I was going to be cozy up in bed. And now I have to quit drinking so I could not finish the bottle, and be sober Sally and drive to the airport at midnight. So I was very unhappy. They get on the plane. Everything's fine and dandy. And then I get a text at about 11-something from the girlfriend who was supposed to pick them up 
and it's a notification that their flight, although it did take off, it had turned around and was going back to Phoenix because of the snow. So Homeboy was not going to make it home that night. I could have continued drinking wine and living my best life and being happy instead of sitting there being pissed, getting tired, hating the world, all of that. He did not make it until the next day. I went to sleep grumpy, angry. One of my friends was like, well, why don't you just keep drinking the wine? And I was like, well, I have quit drinking about an hour and a half, two hours ago, and now I'm just sleepy. Because if I'm not pounding wine, sometimes I just get sleepy. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. So anyway, that was my, if you're unfamiliar with the show, I have a lot of what Grant likes to call Laura problems. It's a lot of just inconveniences that are uh, minor to me and just caused me to have a tumultuous lifestyle that I know it could be worse. I know things could be terrible and awful and they're not, but these are just the burdens I have to bear. So, uh, the next day we, one of our friends, shout out to Dylan, he was in town, uh, he's in town for a funeral, unfortunately, but we thought we were going to go have a fun day. One of the breweries in town did a snowman building contest and you know I love a contest, So we decided we were going to go enter the snowman contest. We had a brilliant idea. There are photos on my Instagram if you want to follow along at LA. So the idea was, let's make a Hawaiian golfing snowman. It's cute. It's funny. I have a hat. I had a pineapple glass. We have plenty of golf clubs around the house. We have a Hawaiian shirt. I have lays. I had a plethora of Hawaiian different tropical sunglasses. We had a plan. Uh, I even, when I took the puppy out to walk in the morning, I was like, you know what? This snow is not the kind of snow that's going to stick for snowmen, which by the way, we ended up getting about 14 inches. So glad that Grant did not (laughs) come home and try to deal with all that snow. Glad that, you know, the girlfriend, I guess, did not have to drive in it, but then she did pick it up the next day. So jokes on you. Anyway, not bitter at all. They said they owe me dinner. Uh, we go to the snowman contest. I have my bottle of water. I'm like, you know what? This snow is not packable snow. We get there. There are two other teams already participating. We start trying to build this motherfucking snowman and it is a goddamn bitch. Uh, I did realize the snow was not going to stick very well, but I vastly underestimated how little the snow was actually going to stick together. They had two pitchers that people were filling with water at the bar and then we would have to take it outside, pour some of it on the ground, kind of around everything, attempt to make a ball, attempt to pile it up. But let me tell you, that water went very fast, very quickly. So our snowman was not all he could be. He was not as big as I would have wanted. The other team and the team who ended up winning, spoiler alert, we were robbed. The bartenders all voted. We did not win. But uh, they brought a bucket and a shovel, and I was like, damn it, I do have a bucket and a shovel at home. What I really needed was a hose to continue to get the water wet so we could actually build the snowman and actually have him stick together. But alas, we did not. We were very proud of the snowman. He turned out super well for what we could do. Uh, The best part was for the nose, we naturally did a carrot and the carrot was giant, but fit perfect. But it was riding around in Dylan's pocket all day and we're like, if you break this carrot, things are not going to go well. So we go inside, we're waiting on the edge of our seats, Uh, we do not win the contest. The people who won made a snowman, 
that was drinking like a bottle of liquor and it had empty liquor bottles all around him. Again, these are the bucket people. And we had looked at this design, but once I saw that snow, I was like, there is no way we're going to be able to get this tall enough and big enough. I have no idea how they got his arm out of snow to hold up the bottle. And naturally, bartenders are into drinks, so they voted for that one. We did get a free beer each out of it, so it was not a total loss. Obviously, we had a great time. It was about 15 degrees out, though, so it definitely could have been warmer. (laughs) But we had a great time with the snowman contest. Do not regret it. Then it was kind of just a free-for-all. We initially thought we were going to call it an early day. Dylan was going to have to go back to family stuff, but then... As the best days do, it turned into an all-day bar hopping, drinking thing. We went to another bar, and Dylan got in a white claw chugging contest, a white gun shot or shotgunning contest with some randoms at the bar. I do have video of it. Um, I don't understand how it started in the first place. I was not really part of that, but all I know is that they were really bad at it, especially with the carbonation. So it was one and done real quick on the White Claw shotgunning. Also, I don't know if I mentioned this last week that I did get a very new little microphone that plugs into my cell phone for Christmas. I got it in two-pack. I wanted it for Christmas. Um, It's fairly cheap from Amazon. And I've decided that I'm going to take it around with me everywhere, especially when we have nights out, interview people, drunk singing, all the stuff. So I do have lots of footage from the day's shenanigans, and I'm kind of thinking maybe like once a month or whatever, I will compile everything into, yeah, I don't know, like the drunk tapes or just the shenanigans, and it won't really go together. It will just be all of the bullshit that we record, which we think is funny in the moment and probably isn't. So we have several of those from the weekend. Uh, My friend Chelsea also thinks we should start a podcast with the four of us. And I was like, you know what, why don't you guys just come on once a month with me and we can all do it together so you don't have to start this from scratch. Uh, Me and my dedicated listenership of about 12 people. But I have a base. Come on. I have people out there. Uh, Finally, that night we made it to karaoke. And naturally we love karaoke. It's great and fantastic. Dylan and I sang A Whole New World from Aladdin. We were having a grand old time. And then all of a sudden, um, they had, they turned on all the lights and said everyone needed to close their tab because they said they had an electrical issue. We were very confused, not exactly sure what this was about, but, um, yeah, everyone had to leave at about 1130. We all got kicked out and I don't have any follow-up. I don't really know what happened there. So, um, part of the group went home, me and the gays went out to the gay bar and caught the last drag show. Had a cheers just for Chelsea for her birthday, which we didn't go out for the past couple weeks. So overall, a great day. Oh, I forgot to mention in there, uh, Grant met up with his friends, so we met up with them for a hot second at a new gaming bar, played some darts, they have ping pong, they have pool, they have all the games. So yeah, overall, just a solid Saturday. Sunday on the couch, um, have you caught up on Ozark? Uh, If you did not know, Ozark season four starts, what's today? When this comes out, it'll be the 19th. Oh, shout out to Grant. Happy birthday. His birthday is today. Uh, Unfortunately, he does not love and support my endeavors. And so that means he doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, So he'll never hear this, but shout out. Love you, honey. (laughs) 
But we finished Ozark season three again. We want to be all cut up because season four comes out on Friday the 21st. Also, things I need to watch that I have not yet. Um, How I Met Your Father with Hillary Duff just came out. I have not heard any true reviews of that. And I know I mentioned it last week with Joe Millionaire, but I am not cut up on that either. Um, I had it recorded. It was part of my Friday Night on the Couch plan. And then I'm not really sure what happened. I just have been deep, like I said, in this Married at First Sight game. And here we are. So, before I move on to other things, uh, I wanted to give you all an update on the very important, very essential, on the edge of your seat, um, what was I going to say, poll? Yes, poll that I did last week between Moana, Frozen, and Encanto. Um, Dylan's obsessed with Encanto, by the way. Also, I heard uh, You Don't Know About Bruno on the TikTok radio station the other day on the way to work. So, Encanto is making moves. People are obsessed with it. I still need to watch it again after babysitting that time. But the results are in. Moana won by a landslide. Frozen was our loser. Encanto had a few votes here and there. Um, I didn't say the exact numbers because I forgot to look, of course, when my 24-hour story expired. Uh, But just know that those of you that follow me on Instagram, uh, only about maybe a fourth of you responded to the poll. And I'm offended and ashamed of all of you. So kindly fuck yourselves. But Moana is our big winner. I did not really select an answer, even though it makes you do one. I think Frozen is mine. But on the poll, I've had Moana. I don't know. I just, I like Moana, but I was never as passionate about it. I was much more passionate about Frozen. I saw Frozen in theaters a couple times. I went to a sing-along of it. I used to live by a movie theater, and we used to sneak in food. So naturally, when we went to see Frozen one time, we snuck in pie and ice cream. So we, I'm very passionate about it. One time a while back, uh, one of my friends, when I worked at the bridal salon, fancy word for David's bridal, uh, she asked me if I wanted to dress up as Anna or Elsa for some like event she was having. This was very last minute. I want to say it was like the day before. And then she just never texted me back. So that did not happen. But the people have spoken. Moana is your winner. Do with that what you will. Other things you should do with what you will. Uh, Can we talk about what a hot damn mess Jamie Lynn Spears is? This whole Britney conservator thing. She's free. She's out there. She is thriving. And now her sister is getting all involved. And she did her first interview the other day on Good Morning America. And bitch had things to say. Now, I've got to be honest, I have not watched the article, the article, the interview. Um, she also did Call Her Daddy this week, apparently a two-part episode. Some of my internet friends, or rather people I know from the internet, are all up in arms, and they're kind of like, why are we giving this hoe bag a platform when clearly she has been against her sister, and supposedly she's going to reveal some very dramatic texts? I don't know. Um... So I guess Jamie Lynn has written a memoir, a book about everything that happened. And she's also claiming that she didn't really know anything that was happening. 
And I'm very confused by this. Um, she's like, I was 17 years old when it was put into place. I was about to have a baby. I didn't understand what was happening. I was focused on the fact that, you know, I was having a freaking baby. And I just don't understand, like, how, again, I need to do more research. But everything I'm seeing is she's just being a real shady biatch. She, uh, Britney Spears has posted some very calling her out insane Instagram posts as she does. She was talking about her cutting up thing, holding a knife and then cutting squash, basically referring to backstabbing. And it just like, also Jamie Lynn now is coming out and saying she's disturbed by Britney's behavior on social media. She's saying it as a sign as her older sister is spiraling out of control. Um, Britney's Instagram post harkening back to a moment she wanted to slap her 12-year-old sister over a milkshake is terrible and not something Britney should be sharing on social media. Um, I'm sorry. The woman has been silenced for how many years from this conservatorship? And now all of a sudden, we think it is our place that we cannot let her reveal things on her own Instagram, especially when her sister has been very shitty and clearly is no longer making money from the conservatorship. So now she wrote a book so she can make money and exploit the whole thing. I do understand that Jamie probably did have some participation in the bad things that were happening with her dad being a shitty garbage person. And I'm not trying to completely say that she's not a victim in all of this. But supposedly sources close to Jamie Lynn say she wants to support her sister and hope she learns how to readjust. When she agrees that the conservatorship went too far. Uh, yeah, no fucking shit. But she feels that Brittany is publicly spiraling, clearly needs support. And I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, it just, it's a mess. And I feel like I was not one of those people, what was that, Zoe 101 that was on Disney or Nickelodeon or one of those things. That was a little before my time. And by before my time, I mean I was too late. Like I was too old for it, I think. It wasn't something that I really was into. I think I think I've seen a couple episodes, but uh, again, I was more of a Britney Stan. Grow up with her all the time. So, oh my gosh, uh, not to ruin this serious moment, and I probably should just hit pause. So, uh, and Alfred news if you care about what puppies are into. So I, he just came down the stairs with this little sweatshirt unicorn hoodie that his um, dog buddy Leo gave him for Halloween because it was too big for Leo, too little for Leo, and it fit Alfred when he was a puppy. Um, but it was upstairs in our den and the door was shut. So that means my man Alfred went upstairs and pushed the door open to steal out his little sweatshirt that he hates and now he likes to chew on. And he just came jolly frolicking uh, down the steps with it. So, yes, I did not shut that door well enough. But back to Jamie and Brittany. At the end of the day, I feel like Jamie could, she was young. She didn't really know what was happening, but she probably did. But also, what could she do in that situation? Again, she was having a baby. It feels like this says that Jamie Lynn turned to her parents. But they took Britney's side. They told me I shouldn't be upset. You saw me and my children be upset. I don't know. Love is still there between her sister. I've only ever loved her, so I don't know why we're in this position now. 
I need to do some more research, but I'm team Brittany all day long. So I'm not sure I can support this Jamie Lynn. And I feel like you need to get your shit together and stop exploiting this whole situation with the damages done at the books. So what are you going to do? Okay, uh, back to, I wanted to bring this up because the way that some girls and people operate in general. So you may remember there was a thing on Instagram a while ago, a couple weeks ago, and it was like, post a picture of if your man is your best friend. And maybe I did talk about this. And I jokingly, I text Adrian, and I was like, well, you're my best friend. Sorry, Grant. And I feel like we really need to quit this narrative that your boyfriend, husband, whoever is your best friend. As I said, I went out drinking on Saturday and my friend Danielle over and over is talking about how her husband Travis is her best friend, which is great. Fantastic. I love it. But I feel like there are certain things, even though Grant and I are the most comfortable in the world and we talk, we do talk about everything. There are certain things that I need a girlfriend for and not a boy who doesn't care about the same exact things as me. And that person is more Adrian than it is Grant. I just don't think that we, like, I feel like your soulmate can definitely be a man, your significant other. But you can also have a friend soulmate. And that person is also definitely your best friend. So, I don't know. Other things. So, Grant was on this golf trip, as I said. And... It has been suggested in the past, casually, that maybe this golf trip turned into a couple's trip. Um, There was some controversy on the trip, and someone called someone multiple times to the point where they had to be like, stop calling me, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends, ouch. And Grant was like, this is the time that it's going to turn into, someone's going to request that it turns into a couple's trip. And I'm like, you know what I really could care less about? making this yearly golf trip that you and your three dude friends go on a couple's trip. One, um, I don't want to go on a five day long golf trip where you guys go golf every day. And then I just have to hang out with the girlfriends and wives because no offense to Scottsdale, it's not warm enough really to swim at this time of year. And my wallet does not need me shopping every single day. So what am I personally, because of course this is about me, what am I going to do on a couple's golf trip that is five days long? Hmm? Someone explain to me. Also, you may recall I went on a trip to Nashville not too long ago and it was a girl's trip. I'm also going to Kansas City this weekend with Adrian, girl's little night getaway for a concert. If you don't trust your man, that's one thing. But even if your man is your best friend... This man needs his space just like you need your space. It is so weird to me that some girls don't let (laughs) their man have their guys trips, their guys weekend, their whatever. I highly enjoy when Grant is gone. I mean, I highly enjoy when he's around. (laughs) Again, love you, honey. Happy birthday. But I was living my best life, as I said, eating Thai food, drinking wine, watching trash reality TV by myself on the couch. was so happy he was not there because granted we might be doing something similar if he was home but it would not be to the same level so i just feel like i I don't know women ladies give your man his guys trip let him go golfing let him go be a dumbass and chug 17 miller lights on the golf course and you can have your wine on the couch and watch whatever you want without him bothering you 
I think time apart is just so important. And I really hope this couple's trip does not come to fruition. I will gladly do a weekend with any couple, any couple's trip ever. I will rather any do any trip with any couple ever, honestly. But I'm not trying to ruin his fun on a golf trip. And I'm not trying to myself go on a flat golf trip. So let's lock up the jealousy. Let's let your man have some freedom. And everyone will be happier. Okay, finally this week, I thought this was super cute. Somebody posted it again on Instagram, uh, 10 drinks to get to know me. And I had to think about this a little bit. Um, I knew my first three or four right off the bat. So 10 drinks if you want to know a little bit about Laura. Uh, Diet Coke, Starbucks cold brew with an extra shot, La Marca Prosecco specifically because since Grant and I have dated, I feel like that's almost exclusively what, exclusively what we drink. Uh, Cabernet, that is usually my red wine of choice. Eggnog, I know this is a controversial one, but I love eggnog. I love eggnog ice cream. I love eggnog lattes. I am ashamed to admit, but not really, that one time we accidentally, my parents' house, left an eggnog in the fridge in our garage because, yes, we're in the Midwest for over a year. And then we decided we should try it. And who tried it? Me. Did I puke about instantly into the sink? Sure did. But that's how far my passion for eggnog goes. Uh, next, we're halfway. Strawberry limeade from Sonic with extra strawberry. I love a limeade. The strawberry and the extra strawberry just pushes it over the edge. Um, sparkling grape juice. This brings me back to my childhood. My grandparents, we would have sparkling grape juice for every single holiday. I love it. I need to drink more of it as an adult, but of course now I just drink alcohol, but define my childhood. I'm a beer girl. Uh, dark beers are my beer of choice. Anything stout, coffee, love it. Uh, we're doing another coffee. We are doing the Caribou Coffee Crafted Press. They have it in vanilla and mocha. It is most of the time I go to when I go there. And finally, uh, a classic cherry icy. More often than not, I will get that at the movie theater as my drink if I'm not doing popcorn or if I'm just doing candy, I will do an icy. So those are my drinks. Let me know what your 10 drinks are and we'll see if any of ours line up. Um, I feel like it's a pretty telling list about me, honestly. Pretty basic, but also a nice mix. I don't know. Finally this week, um, unsolicited recommendation. I've talked about it seven times. I don't have anything new to recommend because all I've been doing is watching Married at First Sight. I do have some audio that I did record with my little microphone of a live reaction to the finale of season 10. Maybe I'll include it with this episode if I feel ambitious, but I might just add it in as an extra at some point. But um, a season just ended. A season just started on Lifetime. There are seasons five through 11, I want to say on Hulu. I started 11. I'm about three episodes into that and I still can't get enough of it. It's why I'm behind on my Joe Millionaire watching. So if you want to continue on the path of reality trash TV, get back into Married at First Sight with me and let's talk about it because there's some wild shenanigans that have gone down. That is going to do it this week. Uh, thank you once again for joining me. Thank you for waiting patiently for me to once again drop this episode a day late. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. Tell a friend, tell five friends. Get the word out there. 
Um, let me know what your 10 drinks are. Happy birthday once again to my lovely boyfriend. Have a great week. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Oh, 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 oh